Welcome to Get Paid for Your Path, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. Now, you can also join me every Monday for an episode of The Host Show, where I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world, full of tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by Legends X, the only short-term rental accelerator program that helps hosts turn their hobby or side hustle into a real hospitality brand by developing a vision and the systems and team to execute on that vision so that you can scale your hosting business without getting burned out working in your business. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com x. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast, hosted by Jasper Rippers and Eric Muller. Let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome to episode 537 of Get Paid for Your Pad. We are your hosts, Jasper Rivers and Eric Muller. And today we are talking about the biggest learning lessons from 2022 of us building two companies, Overnight Success and Freewild, at the same time. We have a lot of learning lessons. Uh, it was a very educational year, I would say. And so we'll see if we can jam it all into one podcast or we have to split it up into two. But um, but yeah, Eric, we've, uh, we've learned... A lot in 2022 yeah dude it was <laughs> it's a crazy year i mean it was a crazy year for obviously our our businesses but crazy year for the industry as well right uh the short-term rental short-term rental industry went through so much growth uh and now we're starting to see uh some things start changing up uh new companies new money new new way travelers are are uh are traveling and spending their money on stays so uh yeah it was it was incredible man it was by far one of the best uh years one of the most challenging years for me personally as a leader to step into and and uh grow on so many different levels so yeah i'm excited to share this because this is uh you know you and i go through a lot of reflection every year uh and goal setting every year and uh you know we share this with our legends x students and rising star students but uh excited to share it with uh with the industry and our listeners so yeah, man. Let's dive into it. That's you right. Kick it off. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll kick it off. And uh, before before we get into it, though, I want to I want to say uh, we looked at the podcast downloads for 2022, 20, uh, and we noticed uh, we grew by sixty percent, um, which is amazing. So yeah. I know that there's a lot of new listeners. So I just wanted to quickly explain, like every Friday, Eric and I, what we do is uh, we talk about what we learn in the industry. We're building. Overnight Success, our educational company, we're building a completely new short-term rental uh, hospitality brand called Freewild. Um, so on the Friday episodes, uh, it's Eric and I discussing what we learn um, and sharing, really just sharing from an authentic place of like, you know, with the lessons, the challenges, the mistakes, everything really. So for for you to really get an understanding and a, and a look behind the scenes, whereas on Monday, I interview a host 
And the Monday episodes are more about uh, just tips and tricks on how to improve your Airbnb listing, how to improve your business and all. So um, just wanted to explain that for, for all the new listeners. And uh, we are also recording this podcast for the very first time with a new rec- fancy recording studio. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you look on YouTube, you'll notice uh, it'll look a little bit different. It's our first time, so we're kind of experimenting. experimenting. Uh, but there's some uh, there's some fun stuff that we can do here. So before I'll uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to give you the, the, the first learning lesson uh, to share, Eric, and I'm going to play the drum roll because we can do fancy sound effects. So there we go. Drum roll. <laughs> Boom. First learning lesson. <laughs> I, I can't hear it on my end, so... Hopefully it came out well. Um, yeah, my first uh, learning lesson, I wrote that, man, it, it's hard to narrow this down to, to three uh, learning lessons. But number one that I came up with by looking at the way that I showed up, the way that you showed up in the companies, our team, uh, the way that our students are showing up, and just overall as as a leader, what I wrote down is the difference between the amateur and the pro is the extra work that they're willing to put in and at the speed that they're willing to implement, right? So it's all about speed and incredible work ethic. When I recognized one of the biggest learning lessons I had this year, and this came towards the end of the year, was um, that I recognized that with, with trying to grow your business and all the other things as a business owner that you take on, uh, that you're kind of forced to do. And by the way, this is for anyone who has like... You know, you're just getting started in Airbnb, or you've been in the short-term rental space for a long time, and you're growing a hospitality brand like we are. Regardless of what it is, like it comes with a lot of work, right? And there's so much growth that you have to go through. And towards the end of the year, I started surrounding myself with some higher-end players that are, you know, CEOs and founders of multi-million-dollar, billion-dollar companies. Uh, Navy SEALs, uh, um, professional athletes, and all this stuff. And I recognize that um, even though we can talk a, a big game about what we are doing in our space and we show up and we, you know, like we built a good culture in our company where we we show up and we go to work five days a week, you know, where we kick off and we put our eight hours in the whole thing and then we kind of clock out as a team. And it's like we're we're getting a lot done and we're accomplishing a lot. But what I recognize with the highest players, the highest uh, performers in the world is when everybody else is clocking out, they're then sitting down to sharpen their their skill set, right? They're sitting down and studying. They're sitting down and recapping. They're, they're Instead of watching Netflix or going out to dinner and doing all this other stuff, they're putting the extra work into it, right? And I always thought that I worked hard. And it's not necessarily about working hard. It's about the the uh, the the ability to put in those extra hours to make the decisions of instead of sitting down and watching Netflix, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read uh, you know a leadership book or I'm going to read and study this one thing and bring it to the team early in the morning and implement it right. So it's something that I recognize. I'm like, man, yeah, we are putting in a lot of work and we're getting a lot of ground covered here. But there's so many different things. We had our free wild meeting this morning and you're like, all right, all right, give me an update. What are we working on? And I just threw so much at you. Like, yeah, we're, we're just hired the designers. We've got the engineer. We have the architect. We're, we're building the website. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're building you know, systems in, in the team. There's so much of that that we have some experience in and then others that we don't. 
And those extra hours of when most people are relaxing, when most people are watching Netflix, when most people are going out to dinner with their friends or doing whatever it is, we are putting the effort in to study how to raise money for our company, how to structure a, a company to hire people at a high level, right? Those extra hours, that, that extra uh, effort put in really separates the amateur to the professional. And then on top of that, the speed at which we can implement, right? We lost so much time this last year um, by debating, by saying, "Ah, oh, we'll just do that next week," or you know. And I caught you know you and I were on a meeting, and I caught you saying that, and yeah. you're like, "Oh yeah, just put it in ClickUp, and uh, I'll get it done by next Monday." I'm like, "Well, dude, we need it now. What about getting it done?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, let's just do it right now." And it took us five minutes or 10 minutes and we had it done versus waiting four days to get it done. Right. So the speed at which we can implement is a whole nother thing. So that, I mean, I can, we can spend the whole podcast just on this one learning lesson alone, but uh, that energy is what I'm bringing into this new year. And I'm, I'm, I'm matching that on every level. My, my health, my education, the way that we run our companies, the way that, you know, I show up in my relationship. It's just like, Dude, our goals are too big to for me to to waste multiple hours a week watching Netflix and being on social media and it's like, you know, the I read last part on this. I read David Goggins book. It, you know, he's the one who really got it into my head. I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's what I was looking for." Um, it's called Never Finished. It's his second book. Highly recommend listening to the audio audible uh, audio, audio. It's really good. But he talks about how he calls them savages. I call them pros, right? He's like, the savages don't have the social life. The savages are misunderstood. They are the ones that are staying up at late studying. And then they're first ones uh, at, at the office putting in the, the effort. They don't have time to go out and do these things that are fun. We all want to do it. But if, we, if you have massive goals and you want to try to accomplish something, you got to play at a different level. So yeah, yeah. the amateur versus the pro. Awesome. Love that. Okay. <laughs> One follow-up question on that. You know, yeah. it's kind of playing devil advocate, but uh, don't we need some time to relax? Like, are we not going to burn out? Look, man, there's a balance to it, right? But we have been sold as entrepreneurs that we need to have this balance in life where, look, burnout is real, 100%. And I'm not telling people to be this money driven 100% I'm destroying all my relationships and I'm just focused on making the most money possible. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the extra effort, right? It's like for example, I'm bringing this to to our my relationship with Samantha and both of us are focused on really understanding our finances in our business and our personal life, right? And we're bringing it together. So we created a mastermind between the two of us where we sit down twice a week. And on the days that we typically would sit back and relax and watch some Netflix, instead of watching an hour or two of Netflix on Mondays and Wednesdays, we're sitting down and we're right now we're reading a book called uh, Tax-Free Wealth. We read it, we implement it, we take notes, and we share. So I'm learning in that process, right? I'm getting up now at 5 a.m., to put in an extra one to two hours of work when I have no messages, no phone calls, no, nothing urgent for me to dive into. And I'm putting that extra work in before I even start my day, right? 
talking about that type of work, right? But again, this weekend, we're taking off Sunday. We're going hiking, but we're taking our journals to like kind of write our learning lessons. It comes yeah. down to what are you trying to achieve, man? And we have some big freaking goals, big goals. And that's going to require a full ownership to that. And it's just, to me, the new energy. And yes, I agree. Burnout is unhealthy. Um, but I really think we stop ourselves way before we even reach the the end of our you know end of our line like way but we we convince ourselves that we're burnt out when we're only you know halfway through the process yeah and a, co- a couple of things that come to mind is number one is there's an expression that says uh there's no traffic jam on the extra mile mm-hmm. and number two is um <clears throat> you know i don't i don't necessarily think burnouts come from the amount of hours that you're putting in to me, it's more like I can, I can sit down for a whole Sunday and, and work on something and it's not going to affect my health. It's not going to affect anything. I'm not going to burn out. If I'm, if it's something that inspires me and if I'm passionate about, about it. Right. So I think that's, you know, that's a big thing. Like if we, if we are working on like things that we're passionate about, like we, we, we want to put in those extra hours because it's fun. Dude, so and I it's think like that's the, that's the biggest thing. 100% man and choose where your time is going, right? Like we have to become masters of our time. That's another lesson. It's not on my list, but that's another lesson I took is like we have to become masters of our time. We spend so when I say we, I'm generalizing for human beings right now in in, you know, modern societies is like we spend so much time wasting on social media. Right. Like just track how much time you spend on your phone. Right. And where that time is going. It's freaking unbelievable how much time we're wasting, how much time we waste in, you know, uh, uh, meetings. Right. How much, how many dinners are we going out to nowadays? How much Netflix are we watching nowadays? It's like that stuff. It's good for the ego because we can sit there and like convince yourself that, Hey, I worked really hard and, you know, like I got to this, this place. But it's like if you're watching two, three hours of Netflix every single night, but you have a goal to completely change your your financial in- income and your your ge- develop generational wealth, or even just start your business. Like this comes from me talking to our students who are like, "Yeah, I got one listing. I, I have this big this big vision, but I I don't have the time to take action on it." Well. Show me your phone and I'll show you how much time you, you're wasting <laughs> taking away from this goal. So, dude, I just have a whole new energy, man. I'm just like enough of this stuff that is taking me away from what I want to accomplish. I don't need Netflix in my life, right? It's like, hey, you know, friends, you want to hang out with me? We don't need to go out to dinner, you know, two, three, four times a week. Uh, I'm going to be studying. You want to join me and learn how to, you know, develop some tax-free wealth? You want to learn, you know, how to do some leadership? Come over. Let's chat about that. Let's go on a hike and be active versus, you know, going to the bar. It's like, I don't need that yeah. stuff. I need the stuff that's going to fuel what we're currently working on because, uh, you know, time is precious, man. We got to, we got to, we got to be masters of our time <laughs> and stop wasting sure. it on all these distract, you know, distractions. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like when you have, when you choose your free time, choose it intentionally and choose something that serves you, right? Like, yeah, looking at social media is not going to serve you. Like spending two hours reading the news is probably not going to serve you. You know, 
watching Netflix is probably not going to serve. It might serve you, but not, you know, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It might be different for, for all of us, but I think, I think the number one takeaway is like, be intentional about how you spend your time, right? Dude, and make a conscious decision. You get, your effort needs to match your goals, right? At the end of the day, that's what, that's what I'm saying here, right? It's like, mm-hmm. if you're just showing up, and I'm talking to the people that are trying to build businesses and really, you know, you and I, like I, I shared with you today, like the, the vision of free wild and what, what I see is possible over the next 10 years, our effort needs to match those goals. Right. And doing all these things that are taking away from that, again, it may feel good to sit down every night and, you know, just disconnect for two, three, four hours and relax. But we're taking away from this vision that we have. Right. And it's like readjust your goals and be okay. If you want that in your life, if you want massive balance in your life, readjust your goals to match that. Right. Develop a lifestyle business with a handful of short term rental listings that will feed that. That's completely fine. I'm coming from an energy of I want to accomplish things that only a few people on this planet have the ability to accomplish. I want to play at that level. Right. I want to show up and, you know, I want to play at a level where, it's like this stuff is possible. I don't need I, I've watched enough Netflix in my life. I've been on enough Instagram in my life. I don't need any more of that stuff. I've gone out to plenty of dinners. I'm not saying that I'm never gonna do that again. But uh, you know, it, it we we have to match our our work ethic has to match the match our goals. And right now, you know, the goals are set pretty high. But anyway, like I said, we can go <laughs> deep into this, man. We spend the whole podcast going on this one topic. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I can already tell that's going to be two parts to this uh, this learning lessons episode. But uh, yeah, all right, let's go. Let me share my top takeaway. So drum rolls. All right. So the biggest learning lesson for me in 2022 is all. It's all around transitioning from working, just performing tasks versus leading team members. Like when when you and I f- first hired our our first person, right? My idea of of being a boss is just you tell somebody what to do, right? You say, "Ah, oh, this is your job. This is what you need to do," right? I didn't really think there was much more to it, but that that perception has completely changed. Um, I understand now that like there's a lot that goes into leading team members and. You know, as you're building your business and even even having one or two team members, like you need to develop a completely new skill set in order to lead your team members effectively. If and if you don't do that, like it's very difficult to grow your business if because that skill set is absolutely essential. Um, so now the way I look at you know leadership and leading team members, it's like there's direction, right? Telling people telling people what to do basically, but there's also supporting that person, right? Empowering that person to do the best they can. But then also it's setting this, you're also setting the standards. You, you have to build a culture. Like there, I read, I read a quote, like if you don't build a culture as a, as a leader, then your team members are going to build it for you. And it's not going to be the culture that you want. 100%. Right. So that's really important as well. Like setting the standards, um, and then also you need to hold them accountable, right? So there's a whole spectrum of how do you direct people? How do you support people? How do you set standards and how do you keep people accountable? 
And that's a, there's a lot more that goes into that than just, you know, hiring somebody and giving them some task and, and then just kind of letting them roll with it. So I think that's, that's by far the biggest thing. And, you know, I, I'll be, I'll be really honest. Like it's, it's challenging. I find it very challenging to develop those skill sets. Um, and also what I recognized in line with this, it doesn't just require to learn those skills. It also requires some personal growth because you're getting more responsibility. You need to have, you know, maybe uncomfortable conversations. You need to make uncomfortable decisions and that brings up anxiety and you have to mm-hmm. deal with that too. So I'm, I'm actually <clears throat> right now reading a book about, um, about masculinity and leadership. And that's, that's something that I recognized. I was like, Oh, okay. And I, I learned this lesson about 10 years ago when I quit my, uh, my job actually. And I started, started trying to make some money online by myself. And I recognized that I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm, I need to develop myself in order to, to be an entrepreneur. Cause I, yeah. I don't think I can handle, there's so much uncertainty and so, you know, so many challenges. So that's, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway for me is developing your skill sets, but also like you have to grow as a, as a person. And that's something that I'm really recognizing now when, you know, we're, we're really like raising the standards and bringing a different energy uh, to our companies and uh, that requires personal growth, you know, to play at that level. So, one hundred percent, man. By the way, what's the book that you're reading right now? It's called. Uh, it's actually called Masculinity in Relationships, mm. and mm. it's it's a very it's a very interesting book. Yeah, it's a uh, we can have a whole other yeah, conversation well, around that, but it's we'll a relationship focused uh, book. Actually, awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. So at at the end of the day, one hundred percent. It's like if. This is why I love these conversations because people come to us wanting to learn how to make how to make money on Airbnb, right? And it always comes back down to leadership at the end of the day. And it's like, of course, there's techniques and tools and all this other stuff, but if you're running a handful of properties by yourself, you know, there's not that much leadership that you need. But the moment that you want to start growing and you want to start dealing with human beings, you have to step up as a leader. And we all know like that that mindset or like those types of uh business owners that are out there where it's just it's my way or the highway, do exactly what I say, and they approach it from ego-driven uh management, and they really they're a manager of their business, right? When you tell people what to do, you become a manager. But the moment that you can help people, the right people in the right seats, decide what to do or bring a solution forward to solve a problem that they recognize, that's where you start leveling up as a leader. And in the hospitality industry, in the Airbnb industry, it's a people business on every aspect, right? From our team members, our contractors, our cleaners, our guests... Right, Airbnb, the platform themselves, like dealing with the customer service there. There's always going to be a situation for you to show up as a leader, and you it forces you to look at yourself and recognize where do you where are you misleading yourself, and you have to step up, right? And you have to you, dude. It's one of the hardest and one of the most fulfilling things a human being can do on this planet is lead other human beings. It just, it's the hardest skill set to develop and it's, it's a hard skill set to maintain. Um, because yeah, 
Yeah. It's just, I'll leave it at that, man. It's just, yeah. it, it's a, uh, I, I'm happy that, and I'm watching you go through this for sure. You go, you went from being the, the task doer of like getting a lot of stuff done of what you can get done in eight hours and just going through the task to now taking a step back and saying, okay, let me take some time. Let me assess this and then make a decision on how to move forward and start delegating. Right. And then managing that process. And that's where the real growth comes because then yeah. if you learn how to do that and maintain that. Then you can, you know, we can obviously scale these companies. But for the listeners, it's like then you can go from a couple of short term rentals to 50 or go to 100 or start buying hotels and like, like, because it's all people and you need that, you need that leadership in place to, uh, to get it done. So that's awesome, man. Boom. All right. Well, uh, it's your turn. So there goes the drum roll. Uh, I want to jump around here. I had this as number three, but I think this is a, a good segue into this. I shared this at some point on the podcast, um, but when I was going through my reflection for 2022, it came back up for me and I wrote a whole paragraph. I'll probably turn this into a blog post eventually or YouTube video eventually to go deeper into this this uh this vision or this uh this lesson. Uh it's business is solving problems at every level. You have to develop the skill sets to welcome the problems in at every moment and develop the skill sets to overcome those challenges, right? So I was just sharing this with somebody on uh, uh, on a walk today who's going through a challenge with a different company, different industry, the whole thing. And what I was saying is like, what I learned, I learned this last year, but I also learned this, you know, most recently is, again, entrepreneurs have been sold this dream that we can build something to a point and then we can sit back and just coast, right? Like we can build our Airbnb businesses, automate everything, right? It's like everyone's selling this dream that you could just put a couple of pieces of technology and a couple of VAs and the whole business is going to be automated always, right? Complete BS, right? And what I'm learning is business, as business owners, we got to welcome in problems. We recognize that at every given time, systems, our people, our products, our vision, our decisions from yesterday are breaking down, right? And all it is is us solving problems for for those components, our people, our profit, our process, and our product always, right? And there's no level in business where once you go from like that hectic coast to the rising star or the rising star to the legend uh, or whatever is going to be above that, right? There's nothing to where you get to that level and you could just coast, right? You're always going to solve problems as a leader uh, and you have to welcome that and you have to develop those skill sets. And I kind of look at it now as a video game, right? Us building this, building these companies like a video game, right? Once we accomplish because we have goals and once we accomplish those goals and we unlock the next level right that next level is unreal is releasing new challenges we've never experienced before in business and we have to adjust to solve those problems and what i realized is that we're going to be in that position of solving problems and being developing the skill set to lead through that and make decisions until we decide to exit the game and the way that we exit the game is through retirement you sell the company or you pass away, 
right? Or you give up, right? Whatever it is. But we exit that game and then we enter into a whole nother game that brings its its own challenges, right? So the reason why I say this is like, you know, we're talking to so many people that right now it's unbelievable how many people are applying for Legends X. It's freaking awesome. I can't wait to update everybody on this. Um, but we're talking to so many people from around the world and uh, there's this underlining belief that we could just automate our Airbnb business and problems are going to go away. And what I recognize is like, if you want to build a real company, you want to generate real income and real wealth, you have to be used, you have to develop the skill set to overcome consistent problems and challenges and have fun with it. Right. And take pride that you could overcome that stuff. So yeah, that's a big rant. Um, but to me, that was one of the biggest learning lessons. Like I got to develop the skill sets to do this for, you know, to solve those problems. And I have to welcome those, those challenges, uh, and recognize that, you know, that's, that's what business is, is solving problems for every component. Yeah. A couple of things uh, that come to mind is number one is the challenges are always going to come. Um, one of the one of the concepts that we've talked about and that uh, is also mentioned in the book that I'm reading right now is respond versus react. Oh, nice. um, and that always goes back goes goes back to the burnout thing too. Because I remember when we first started talking about the hectic host, we recognized that there was a lot of hosts who were literally they were burning out, but not necessarily because of the amount of hours they had to put in, but also because how emotionally they were affected by things that were happening in their business, right? A lot of hosts, they take so much pride in, in their, in their hospitality that if they get one bad review or one guest who's complaining that it completely, it affects them emotionally. And I think that's a, that's a big thing too, is like, you know, how do you, how do you take in the challenge, right? Are you going to, is it going to affect you emotionally? Are you going to get stressed out of it? Or are you going to see it as an opportunity of growth? And just like you said, like be more playful about it of like, all right, cool. I'm playing this computer game and boom, here's the yep. next challenge. I just leveled up. So, you know, like I used to play RPGs and you have, you know, you have like a bigger monster every, every time you go to the next level, you have a bigger exactly. monster to, to slay at the end of the end of the level. Right. Yep. Um, so if you approach it that way, and like you said, like just embrace the challenges. You told me one time we shouldn't ask for uh, a comfortable life, mm -hmm. something around that. We should ask because the challenges is actually what's going to help us grow and make our life more interesting, right? Yeah, I'm not sure who I heard this from, but <laughs> it's a famous quote that's out there. It's like, um, I don't pray for a comfortable life. I pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Mm, yeah. Right. Cause it's like, you know, humans again, I mean, I'm saying entrepreneurs, but humans in general, our minds are built to, for whatever reason, seek comfort. Right. And I mean, show me one thing in this planet where if you just live your life in full comfort, that you have ultimate growth and, and, it just does not exist. It's it's not the way that this whole system was created, designed. How however we got here is just like it's not a part of us. It's not part of. But for whatever reason, our minds, our ego seeks that right. And that quote really just you know attached you know really hit home. It's like you know don't I'm not seeking comfortable life because I know that's actually not possible. And if it is, that's not where growth is made. 
right? Growth has happened where the, the biggest growth has happened when you are pushing the limits, right? The whole, you know, diamond diamonds are created under pressure, right? And it's like that whole thing. It's like, I'm not praying for that. I'm praying and I'm asking for the strength to endure a difficult one. Right. And that's just yeah. a different mindset. It's like, oh, yeah, no matter what is coming in my business or in my life, I know I have the ability to respond and, and overcome these challenges. So bring it on. And I'm only getting stronger with every single one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that. Mindset. Yeah. One thing we've talked about this a couple months ago, I think. But one thing that I started doing, I've had some personal challenges in, in 2022, as you know. And mm-hmm. and one thing that I started t- telling myself when I felt too overwhelmed by the challenges, I, I started telling myself opportunity for growth. Like I would say it, and I still say it. Like I literally walk on the street and my mind goes, starts creating anxiety around like these challenges. I literally start talking to myself. I'm like, all right, opportunity for growth. Thank you, universe. Opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And that really, it sounds silly, but it really helps. Hey, man. You, I mean, it's either you tell you yourself that or you let your mind go the other direction, which most people go, uh, I'm a failure. Why does this always happen to me? You know, like, let me just check out, look on Instagram. You know, this is what was me type of mentality, right? Like, that's where the mind goes for whatever reason. So it's like override that and start telling yourself, hey, this is an opportunity for growth. Where's the silver lining? Do I have all the information to make a decision here? You know, can, am I okay? Right. Like, am I, what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? Right. If you start shifting that mindset, no matter what comes up in the business or in your life in general, you just like you can you look at it through a different, um, you know, through a different perspective, right? So we move from this like victim mindset mentality to this leadership mentality of like no matter what is coming my way in a reasonable manner, of course. It's like, what can you control and what you can't control? We don't get emotional about the things that we can't control. Uh, and we focus on what can we bring to solve the things that we can control. So I'm going into my second uh, learning lesson for 2022. And that is, I'm going to choose number three as well, because it ties more into the what we've been talking about so far well, we'll, we could probably cover the other ones on uh, on the next one, but yeah, the one of the biggest things that I learned is, and this in this is really in the last like month or so. Like one thing that we've been keep we've been trying to figure this out for so long is how do we work together as a team to get more done? Versus we we have the same amount of hours. Everybody has twenty four hours in a day, but like how how is it possible that some teams get done so much? Right. And other teams don't like something that we're trying to figure out. And I feel like, I feel like we, we, I wouldn't say like we completely nailed it, but I think we made some progress um, where we recognize like we are as team members, we're working on our little islands, going through our task lists every day. But instead, what we started doing recently is we just get together as a team. We identify what's the biggest bottleneck right now that's holding us back. And then we just focus all of the team effort on into solving that bottleneck and having everybody work together to to make a uh, very fast progress right i'm talking about a f- like a like a, a few hours or a day as you mentioned you know earlier 
instead of like, oh, well, I've got all this stuff to do. So, you know, like, uh, you know, next week I'll, uh, I'll work on this. For, you know, like obviously there's day-to-day things that have to be done, right? We, you know, we have to, there's desk tasks that we have to do every day uh, because it's essential to the operations of the business. But outside of that, there's so much that we could work on. There's infinite things that we could be doing and coming together as a team and identifying the biggest bottleneck and then working as a team to solve that and to make progress there is, I think is uh, it, it's turning out, it looks like it's going to be way more effective, but it's more fun as well. Because you really <laughs> yeah. feel like you're working together instead of you working yeah. on your, your island. Yeah, man, I have, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot uh, because I'm trying to, yeah, I mean, I agree. We, we're trying to get a lot accomplished and we're trying to do it faster. Right. Um, and one of the biggest challenges, in my opinion, of having t- uh, a virtual team is the lack of just sitting in a room together solving a problem. Right. Like there, there's something to, say, to be said about in team energy that is created by working together on something. Right. And I've been thinking about this a lot. And I, I this story came up, this experience, I should say, came up. Uh, for me, when I first got into the Airbnb business, we started growing really freaking fast. And of course, like every other head to coast, cleaning was one of the biggest challenges. And I was turning over these cleaners. It seemed like every single day I was hiring somebody new. And I found, um, I found this one cleaner here in San Diego who, uh, her prices were slightly higher than everybody else, but she guaranteed me that we would get a better product, uh, fa- uh, better, pr- better clean product faster. Right. So tried her out. And yeah, for a while I started recognizing that, uh, yeah, we were paying her more money, but we were turning over these properties so much faster and we, we weren't getting, we were getting five star reviews on the cleaning. Like, man, what is she doing differently? Right. What is she doing then? Because it's just cleaning, right? It's like, what is she doing differently? So I showed up to one of her cleanings um, one day and I watched that she had a system with her team. She had two, she had three other girls working with her. So there was four of them that would show up for every single clean. It didn't matter if it was a one bedroom or if it was a five bedroom luxury property. Same team. The moment their team walked in the door, one team member, uh, went directly to the bathroom. The other team member went directly to the bedroom. Another team member started sweeping and inspecting, uh, sweeping and mopping and uh, focusing on the the kitchen. And then she walked around inspecting everything, going through the inspection list, and then supporting her team members. And she said, "We attack this as a team. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. They go to their stations and they start cleaning on this. And me, as the leader." start managing and making sure that the higher end things are being thought of. And, you know, th- those are my words, but essentially that's what she was doing versus her, you know, look, everyone's kind of just randomly doing stuff, trying to clean, you know, like they had a very clear system and they were attacking these units together as a unit and everybody had their, or as a team and everyone had their own skill sets that they were going into. So, that was one of my biggest learning lessons when I first got into the industry. And as you have been bringing this up and we've been focusing on this in a team, I realized I'm like, man, we got to do the same thing for our business. And what we've been doing for a long time is like, you know, John is working on systems over here. You're working on customer service over there. I'm working on construction and, 
the branding over here for free wild, all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, we got to start getting into the same room together and attacking one thing at a time. Cause we can get things done so much faster and we have different feedback loops doing that. So I agree, agree with you, man. That's one of the biggest lessons that I had. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how we do this with a virtual team uh, at a high level with free wild. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Just I'm also bringing- curious. I'm also curious to see how this, if, if, and how this changes as the team and the business grows, because I feel like for, for us right now at the stage where we are, you know, early, pretty early startup, right. With a, with a fairly small team, that's the most effective way to approach it. But I'm curious to see like what, because remember we were in Mexico with the, uh, with the mastermind. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and we had, uh, we had Steve from, um, I'm blanking on the name. Casico, right. He was talking about the uh, leadership and teams and he was saying like a, a team shouldn't consist of more people that, that you can share pizza with. Right. Right. Once it grows beyond that, you know, the, you, you need like, you need multiple team leaders essentially. Right. So I'm yep. curious, I'm curious if that's, if will that stay the same or do we just attack, you know, problems as, as teams and you just have multiple teams in your company or do you, do you start leading and managing it differently? Yeah. I mean, as we, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. You know, I think Elon Musk talks about the same thing, right? It's like the two pizza law, right? Or the one pizza law, whatever it is, right? It's like teams need to be small. They need to be focused and their power needs to be driven towards one thing at a time, right? So the more things that you have going on in your business, the more team members that you need and leaders with that. And within those teams, it's mixed up of people that are highly skilled at one thing. And then you have the leaders above. And then from there, it's the communication that goes all the way up. And this goes back to your whole idea, your uh, statement about culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the way that Steve explained, I don't know if he explained this to the group or if we're off to the side, just you know, having a beer talking about this. Um, but I, I asked him you know, what, where as a CEO, I forget how many people he has in his company. It's massive. And how many 20,000 units or something like that as a CEO, where do you spend your time? And he's like, it's culture. It's all about culture. He's like, we make sure that what we, that every single team member understands our vision, understands where we're going, our standards, the whole thing. So it, you have these teams that are all focused on the same type of mission, but bringing a different type of value to it. So yeah, as we are, especially with FreeWild, we're going to grow super quick with that. And it has to be um, focused on, you know, the one pizza law, right? At the end of the day, um, one pizza law. Yeah, with incredible leaders, <laughs> you know, uh, in front and behind it as well. Maybe that's the title of our podcast, the one pizza law. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we have a few more uh, lessons to share, um, but that's uh, that's got to be the next podcast episode because uh, we we've been talking for uh, quite a while now. And uh, we have stuff coming up. So, um, but before I let you go, we have uh, we have a next our next Legends X class starting. You mentioned like we're getting so many so many people are interested in in our program right now, which yeah. is which is awesome to see. Um, but also the reason why we want to mention this to the podcast listeners as well. Um, our next class is starting on uh, January twenty third. So that's uh, just about the. Uh, 
two weeks or so, two and a half weeks. And uh, Wednesday, I think Wednesday is the last day to people to apply, right? For the next class. For the January class. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So get applications on, on, on that, you know, and we'll touch on this on a different podcast, but yeah, I mean, we spent, this is one of my learning lessons that uh, we'll, I'll save for the other, uh, the other podcast, but, you know, believing in your product um, and fighting like hell for your people, uh, which uh, will, again, I'll save that for a different podcast <laughs> and a blog post and a YouTube and all the things. Um, but yeah, you and I spend and the team spend so much time building a product that works, right? And we were okay with not scaling it to the moon. Like a lot of people, they just focus on how do I sell, 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 and not really focus on the product and getting results. Uh, and this is for the educational side, right? It's for overnight success. You and I and the team spend so much time developing the perfect product that gets real results for Airbnb hosts that are trying to grow. Um, and we figured that out. We figured out the formula. We figured out what they need, the content, the coaching, the timeline, the accountability, the whole thing. Uh, and now that we know that it works, uh, we're starting to put it out there in the world and grown this thing. And people that, are, you know, the hosts that are focused on like, hey, I have a couple of listings. I want to grow this thing, but I know I need the support. Uh, we're really attracting those those individuals in and it's growing like crazy. So uh, this year is going to be a big year for Overnight Success and the Legends Ice program. And uh, this January class is going to be powerful. We, we have a new coach. Um, the energy is different. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. So yeah, if anybody yeah. who wants to you know check that out, go to <laughs> overnightsuccess.io slash X, uh, set up a call and uh, we'll chat on the phone and see if it's a good fit. That's right. Overnightsuccess.io slash X. You'll find all the information there. Um, with that said, that's it for today. Um, we'll uh, we'll cover the other learning lessons uh, in the next one. Um, so Eric, good to, good to see you here. And uh, thanks for sharing all your wisdom. And to the listeners, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. And Monday, I'll be back with the host show. Uh, so I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to learn more about hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com slash getstarted. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcast for a chance to win lifetime access to the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, our starter course for anybody who wants to start an Airbnb business. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you so much for listening and check back every Monday for an episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of SDR Conversations on the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad.